These days, Kate Middleton seems to be constantly plagued by rumors and scandalous news stories. So who's really behind it all? The public narrative of Kate Middleton has shifted drastically a few times since she became a fixture of the royal family over a decade ago. Right now, rumors of Prince William's alleged affair with Rose Hanbury, and even more spurious, though likely fake, ones of her leaving her husband, paint her as a tragic figure, doomed to suffer the same fate as royal women before her. I'm incredibly sad to be giving this speech as it really does mean my time as your colonel has come to an end. But Kate's story arc keeps changing. Before this, the focus was on casting her as the traditionalist heroine at odds with Meghan Markle, as both women were taken up as culture war symbols. Before that, she was weighty Katie, cast as work-shy, a social climber desperate to be royal. Today, as Meghan's popularity has begun to wane more generally, Kate's has risen more broadly. And Meghan's absence from royal proceedings has created a need for new conflicts around Kate. So is this why we're seeing non-stop coverage of her supposed marital troubles and suffering? Now these rumors have bubbled up again, so what is the truth? Actually, there's also a deeper reason for this new portrait. Here's our take on Kate Middleton, or should we say Catherine, Princess of Wales, and how she's reinventing herself, or being reinvented, as she gets closer to being the queen. A lot of what we think we know about the royals comes not from fact, but from rumor and speculation. It's these rumors that seem to have started the recent shift in how Kate is being seen. Things get pretty bad in 2015 when he goes on a group holiday with Jekka. Where's Kate? She's with baby George and the Middletons. The idea that Will and Kate are miserable together was a central joke in the animated satire series The Prince. But as much as it may feel like people are making up this drama for their own amusement, royal expert Tom Quinn's recent book Gilded Youth, An Intimate History of Growing Up in the Royal Family, has lent further credibility at least to the tone of some of these rumors. His revelations that she and William have screaming arguments where they throw things at each other, and that William would sometimes refer to Kate as the Duchess of Doolittle, paint a picture of a marriage that isn't really all that happy. Even though Quinn doesn't confirm William's alleged affair with Rose Hanbury, or the rumor that Kate objected to his continued friendship with the supposed first love Jekka Craig, the picture Quinn paints allows people to put two and two together. I've heard rumors during his younger years that he would cheat on Kate and that wouldn't be again completely a surprise. Still, could all this be somehow good for Kate's image? It seems to position her as the latest in a long line of long-suffering royal women, who've ultimately drawn mass interest and sympathy from the people. Queen Elizabeth had to contend with rumors of Prince Philip's infidelity, and of course, there's the more recent history of Princess Diana, too. In fact, another recent book by Royal Observer Katie Nichol commented this link by suggesting that King Charles was initially irritated by Kate because she took up too much of the spotlight, which sounds pretty familiar to anyone who recalls Charles Charles and Diana's dynamic. You and I both know how much Charles craves reassurance and attention and praise. Similarly, there are new rumors of a rivalry of sorts between Kate and the new queen consort Camilla Parker Bowles. Again, all of this seems pretty tenuous, if not completely unfounded, but it's telling that the narrative is decidedly in Kate's favor. No longer is she the middle-class upstart trying to push her way into the family. Instead, it's Camilla who's being painted as cruel and demanding, and Kate as stoic and cool-headed. So apparently Camilla is worried that Kate is gonna steal her thunder on Coronation Day. It makes sense how, in the absence of hard facts about what's going on behind palace gates, narratives must be created to keep people interested. But it's interesting that Kate's narrative always seems to shift in relation to what's happening around her, in particular what's happening with her main antagonist, the one who's withdrawn from the royal spotlight. 
So much of Kate's reputation in recent years has hinged on her perceived rivalry with Meghan Markle. They have always been depicted as polar opposites, Meghan as the extrovert, and Kate as shy, as one insider put it. But their respective popularity has depended on what people have wanted from the royal family over the years. Making it the Kate equivalent of armor to face the world in at this difficult time. Those exposed shoulders emphasizing her femininity and her vulnerability. Initially, Meghan seemed more popular with the press and a lot of the public. She was exciting, a breath of fresh air who had even criticized the pomp of William and Kate's wedding in a now-deleted blog prior to her meeting Harry. She was independent, a feminist, a woman of color. And importantly, she was seen as a sign that the royal family was modernizing, becoming more representative of what 21st century Britain actually was. Women need a seat at the table. But over time, Meghan's newness and challenges to tradition became problems for an institution and its supporters who are primarily interested in preserving tradition. The narrative was now that it was Meghan who was making Kate cry over a bridesmaid's dress. The Telegraph's Camilla Tomini painted a picture of a woman completely unsuited to royal protocol, and contrast this with Kate feeling more at ease with what's expected when you finally do become a bona fide royal. This continued post-Megxit, when the rumors were that Kate was furious at having been left with all the royal duties Meghan should have been undertaking. Kate was trying out life in the new role she's been given by the Queen in the world of English rugby. We've spoken before about how Kate's been more willing to play the royal game than Meghan, and it seemed as if once the novelty of Meghan began to wore off, the fact that she wasn't playing the game, or couldn't, and Kate could, began to count against her. Briefly after the infamous Oprah interview, Meghan spun things in the other direction with her openness about how vulnerable she was made to feel within the family, and the impact on her mental health. Not only did she address the story about her making Kate cry, she also voiced wider revelations casting the family as old-fashioned and worse. Is the royal family a racist family, sir? No, we're very much not a racist family. But Kate's popularity again rebounded after Harry's and Meghan's move to LA and their perceived overexposure, and with the death of Queen Elizabeth, which signals a new phase in royal history, and importantly, a new title for Kate. While Meghan may have once been praised for her vulnerability, now she's more often accused of playing the victim. Meanwhile, the rumors that have encircled Kate have repositioned her as the vulnerable. But what she's been praised for isn't so much her openness as her diplomacy, poise, and calmness. Perhaps that signals what people are really expecting of her, now that she's within sight of becoming queen and she's ascended in her title. I really do love how Kate, she's confident, she walks with purpose, and she commands the space around her. Technically speaking, Kate Middleton has been Catherine for a long time, even reportedly asking friends to drop her nickname when she was first dating William, as she prepared for her future role. However, it's only recently that this shift has begun to take root in the eyes of the public. Since Queen Elizabeth's death, Google searches of Catherine, Princess of Wales, have outstripped those of Kate Middleton for the first time. It was just the always stunning Catherine, Princess of Wales. With that title comes expectations, and we can again see how the public are responding to those expectations, and how the tide between Catherine and Meghan has shifted. Catherine has been branded the royal peacekeeper, reportedly taking secret meetings with Camilla in order to ease tension between Charles and William, as well as trying to repair the relationship between Harry and William. It has been very much a peacemaker behind the scenes. It's no secret that the brothers fell out really very badly. It's also telling that Catherine has embraced the conversation around mental health that arguably was started by Meghan. But rather than talking openly about her own mental health, she's again tried to position herself as more of an advocate or leader in the field. Her hashtag Shaping Us series has interviewed others about their journeys and tried more to spread awareness, again being cognizant about what her role is. Everyone cares about Ian and takes a lot of time over their physical health. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I find yeah. it much harder to not only 
talk about their mental health, but mm. actually understand ways in which we can also look after it. All of this comes down to legitimacy. The name Kate Middleton stuck around because of her prior reputation as commoner, albeit an incredibly wealthy one. But now she's done her time, weathered storms, proved she can handle it, and has been granted the legitimacy that she's always wanted. When Queen Elizabeth died, people praised her constant grounded maternal presence over decades of social and political upheaval. There was a sense that while the world may have been changing, she was always there, keeping a steady course. Right now, Britain and the greater world are experiencing great anxiety and uncertainty. The increasing calls for independence could be the most important thing Westminster has to manage over the coming years. So what do people look for? Stability, assurance, composure. Those qualities that they felt the Queen embodied. It's these qualities they are now seeing in Catherine, and that she's embracing. She is the future Queen, and people are already looking at her that way. She looked composed, regal, and every inch our future Queen. That's The Take. Click here to watch a video we think you'll love, or here to check out a whole playlist of awesome content. Don't forget to subscribe and turn on notifications.